0: What's up, bruh? What up? Or should it be more, how you
1: doing, brother? How you doing, brother?
0: I'm not going to blow my voice out at the very <laughs> beginning. I'll save that for the end of the podcast. Because um, every time we do the fucking Macho Man <laughs> or Hulk Hogan or any kind of wrestling bullshit, I always, my throat hurts and then I sound like dog shit for the rest of the episode. <laughs> Ashley brought something to my attention. I think it was yesterday or today. I don't remember. All these days blend together anymore. Microsoft Word, and I looked this up and this is official has added a woke feature to their oh. editing software. And What it does is... Uh, now, you can't turn this off. You don't have to have it on. Um, I don't use Word because I fucking hate Word. Like I used to use it, and I lost so much work through its fucking automatic backup system between computers. I don't know what it did, but I lost work multiple times, so I just don't use it anymore. And I just never was a fan of the formatting and shit on it anyway. But I know a lot of our writer friends use Word, so they can attest to this, I suppose. Uh, with the woke feature, what it does is say... If you turn because it has a whole bunch of things will point out racial slurs and gendered language pronouns, like anything you can think of, like, you know, what people consider woke stuff. So I was looking into it and like some of the common edits they have instead of mankind, humankind, instead of male man, male person or male carrier, just like simple things like that, like it change, like it, it doesn't change it automatically. It puts a purple squiggle. The purple, you ever get a purple
1: squiggle, Spencer? Never had purple. You ever get a purple squiggle, brother? (laughs) Always red and blue. Always (laughs) red.
0: Like America should be. (laughs) Ain't no purple in America. So I don't know if that's helpful or not. Like, I guess that could be helpful depending on who you're trying to submit your work to or who your audience is. But I don't think I like that.
1: I would, I feel like a writer that would use that wouldn't need it they would
0: know right yeah they would they would is that just like you're so afraid that you'll accidentally slip up and have that oh for the sake of all mankind and not realize it's humankind now but and then you fucked up and now you're gonna get you think it will get canceled like i don't know i don't see, know that's what, for
1: and this is what we talked about before where it just like i don't like i don't know if it's just because like i you know i'm a straight white male or just the fact that I'm just jaded to all hell and back, to where it's just like the whole like if you get upset that the, the whole mankind thing like if that upsets you like you must have a great life like if that's what you have to get mad about right. that like bravo to you because apparently you're you're doing it great. Because, like, I have so much more shit to worry about and think about. <laughs> right. Other than if somebody fucking, you know, I don't sells know. Sells
0: mailman instead of ma- mail carrier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, you can't say policeman. You got to say police officer and just
1: things like that. But, the, th- but again, then what about if, in your story, your character is, be- is coming up against a male police officer? He would be... Still a police officer if the, you're going to follow the rules.
0: Unless he's a racist hunk of shit or something, then I guess you can call him a policeman. I don't know. Or if you're a feminist and you want to point out that he's a man, you can say policeman. But if it's just in general, you know, generalities,
1: it's gotta be police officer. Because I don't have a problem with like if you're telling like a cop story and the the partners one's a male, one's a female, and you refer to one to policeman and the other to to police woman, I don't have a problem with that. Well, before we even get into the, those weeds,
0: and by the way, this was just from like because this was trending when I looked it up, universally panned. It seemed. Seemed to even like the woke, like like the LGBTQ people and all that. Like they kind of thought it was ridiculous even. Like, I didn't see anybody going, yeah, this is good because, like most people are just like, eh. Because this is a way to not just censor language, but I don't like that it just will control the way you write. Yeah. You know, because if you have that feature on, then you're just constantly going, oh man, I, I really should change. And like slowly you'll just change the way you think about things. Now, here's where I'm conflicted. One, I don't have a problem with humankind. I don't have a problem with police officer. I don't have a problem with any of that. But at the same time, I don't li- like the old George Carlin bit about the softening of language. I yeah. don't like that. Yeah. Like, he had the bit about, you know. Words ba- have meaning. And, yeah. And, like, you're, you're making it too complicated. Like, back in the day, you had shell shock, you know. But then it went to, like, what well, we have now, post-traumatic stress disorder. Like, it just gets too big. Like, words just get too long and convoluted, and they almost have no meaning. Like, shell shock sounds like something you'd be like, holy fuck, he got shell shock. You better take care of that guy. Oh, he got post-traumatic stress to- Like, you're just. Okay, that sounds bad, right? Is that... I don't know what that means. Like, there's just too much. So, I know language evolves. I don't have a problem with that. I am one of those people who will begrudgingly accept certain things. Like, people say no cap all the time. I fucking hate that. I hated it when it came out. stupid. It means no lie. Just say no Uh, (laughs) lie. Like, yeah, no cap. And then then there's a baseball cap emoji. And then everyone just says, oh, cap or not cap. And then just... I think it's very stupid, but I don't say it personally. But I just accept that's in the vernacular now. That's what people... Because remember when On Fleek was a thing? But then it turned out it didn't last, so you'd see it in TV shows and movies. But now, even though it was only a few years ago, they're like super dated when they say that in those because it didn't stick around. Um, Like the old mean girls, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's never going to (laughs) happen. But some words and some things do stick around, and then all of a sudden, you know, 20 years later, people were still saying it, uh, even if it's, you know, considered lame. Like how we say, oh, that's dope. That sounds kind of stupid now, but sometimes I i'll catch my use,
1: yeah i, I, I use dope all the time
0: yeah i'm just saying you catch yourself doing that but uh and obviously certain words like from our generation stick around like the r word yeah that uh sometimes
1: you I slip say, up
0: and you're just like ah oh, fuck yeah I, I sound like a douche now and then you know like how people used to always call everything gay not homosexual gauges oh that's gay yeah. that's yeah. gay that's a hard one for a lot of people to like millennials to break older mm. millennials because it was i mean that was on the gilmore girls yeah I, when I was watching the Gilmore Girls, you know how many times they called people retards and stuff or said, that's gay? And I was just like, ooh. Like, I kind of cringed. i like, oh, you can't say that. And I was like,
1: damn, that is almost like 20 years
0: ago. Like, shit.
1: And it's weird because, like, when you, like, see that stuff, you know, most of the time they're not, you, whenever they're saying, like, that's gay, it's not like they are trying to say anything about, like, hom- like homosexuals like, or anything not like actual that. actual gay people. yeah. That's why I like
0: the episode of South Park where they had the Harley riders. Yeah. And they were changing the meaning of the other F word. Yeah. Um, which that's one I never really tried to use in my life. Because that always kind of sounded... It was almost like the N word, how it just is like hitch hard. You know? hard, yeah. Like I was... like When we went to school, like I heard a lot of people saying that all the time. Just calling each other that. And I'm just like, I don't like that. I never did, so... But like some people, you know, they, they, they grew up with that. And then that's... Like I think Matt Damon had a thing this year. He got... uh He was trending because his daughter had to teach him how that word is wrong, and he didn't say, "Well, I mean, I saw Goodwill Hunting. I'm sure, you know, the fucking guys from Boston. Yeah, they're throwing that around willy nilly." But I'm reading Lord of the Rings still, and that word shows up all the time because it's a bundle of sticks. Yeah, and every time I read it, it hits me like a fucking pitchfork in the face. I'm like, (laughs) "Who? That does not come off right anymore." (laughs) Like when you read old fiction and somebody says something like, "Oh, you know, he was very gay." Like, you just make, like, oh, yeah, he's happy. Like, you yeah. know, that's that's one you could just, it doesn't bother you. But the other F word. Yeah. Holy shit, bro. And by the way, that should just be the F word because fuck <laughs> is not. Yeah. That's not even a bad word anymore, honestly. It really shouldn't be. Like, what situation do you hear, like, a kid say fuck and you're like, ooh, he said that? Like, no, nobody like, cares. But like, if they say the other F word, you're like, holy shit.
1: Again, uh, the the great George Collin, he demonstrated how, how fuck is literally, like, the best word. Yeah. In language, it, you, you can use it for everything. People have
0: been ripping off that bit forever. Oh, I know. Without going too far into this, because this is not what the actual episode's about, which we definitely have a topic, of course, clearly planned out, right? Like always. Yep. I just wanted your quick opinion on this, though. Do you think there could be a benefit to having, like, the woke software? I think it even goes with, like, how Grammarly just corrects things, that like commas and stuff, where it can change your writing. And I think that can be very... um distracting and really kind of change the way you think about prose. Yeah. I don't think I like that.
1: The only way I could see that it being a benefit is if you're trying to get into that market. Like, you know what I mean? If you're trying to like, you know, we've talked about in past episodes recently, but like woke literature and, you know, fiction and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like if you wanted to try to get into that little niche, But you were worried that you might not be able to quite write in that style or to fit that, like, you know what I mean? But you're like, hey, that's what sells. I want to try to put a book out there to just, you know, because that's the hot market right now. So that's the only reason. So and then that also but then that also kind of defeats the purpose of having because I'm sure the, the purpose of having that feature is probably supposed to, like you said, Uh, slowly, like, change and learn people where it's just like, no, I'm just using it because I can use it to means to an end to try to get a quick buck. Well,
0: I want to play, I'm going to be the opposite side of the coin here and show what I think is the real benefit would be children's books. You're writing writing children's literature. This would obviously be helpful. And if you're a journalist and you want to come off as unbiased and stuff, here, I just, I I wasn't uh, trying to ignore you. I was looking up the, it has a list, like what the, the actual feature is. So, under the grammar settings on Microsoft Word, you go under grammar and refinements, which I didn't know it had this stuff, too. Opinion markers, preposition at the end of clause, slang, and subjective... Subjective mood? Subjunctive mood. I never heard of that one. Uh, So, you can have those clicked, too. There's a lot of stuff they added on Word since I last used it. Uh, That sounds interesting. But here's the inclusiveness stuff. This is the woke stuff you can have clicked. Age bias, cultural bias, ethnic slurs, gender bias gender-neutral pronouns, gender-specific language, racial bias, sexual orientation bias, socioeconomic bias. I don't even know how it points all that stuff out. Yeah, that
1: would be interesting. I
0: feel like it would definitely fuck up a lot because not everything is going to be. Oh, yeah. Like, who went through to program this? I don't understand.
1: But just, like, all that stuff, it just seems wild to me. I mean, I guess it would be interesting to write something and then turn it on to see, like, you know what I mean? Well, I think some people copy and pasted, like, what would be considered very
0: inclusive fiction. Like, either work from LGBTQ authors or kids authors or just whatever that's not, it's supposed to be not offensive at all, right? And they put, paste it in there with those on and uh, you just look the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Like, because it's just how we talk and speak. and It just doesn't, I don't know. I just, we went way too long on this. I don't want to get angry or anything. I just thought... I don't like the. I just don't like where that can lead. You know, mm, yeah. I just think that could, that's like almost a form of uh, self censorship. Like you're gonna end up censoring yourself because you're using that feature, and you become too inclusive if that's a thing.
1: That, or if you were, um, I guess it kind of goes with my first part. But if you like had a character who was like the super work guy. Could like, use it for that, yeah. Yeah, that could that could like like very like niche things are the only scenarios that I can come up with for it. Yeah. That's just that's a weird to of who's using that.
0: But anyway, we'll uh, continue on after this musical introduction. Oh, god damn it. Again? Can you say butt sex or does it have to be bum fornication? Like, I don't know what the woke... Yeah. I I don't know, like, all the sexual stuff. Yeah. Like, the the woke sexual terms Any I don't know anything, actually. I'm stupid. Inner inner intercourse. That sounds too scientific. Bum love is what I (laughs) always like. You are listening to the Drunken and Penriding Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb James. With me today, Spencer, the Madrid Manic Masseuse Church. You're a manic masseuse from Madrid. So, I'm giving mannequins massages? You know? No, you're manic. You're like, wow, oh. ah, Okay. You're like, fucking
1: massaging with your elbows real hard. <laughs> and then just goes real soft. Yeah, because you're know, all over the place. Mania. Okay, I like that. I like that. But I thought I was I thought I was massaging mannequins first. I was like, I don't mannequin masseuse would
0: have actually been pretty interesting, but I didn't think of it. Sorry. Um I just thought of an idea for our when we're talking about doing new music. Yeah. For the podcast. Why don't we just do like Gilmore Girls Town and just be la la Because la, la. you ever watch that show, it's just all some lady just la 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 And I'm just we could do that. Back to our uh, when we were cart pushers, our old cart man battle cry, <laughs> la, 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 la. and then people hear that and we would come out of a dark alley with baseball bats and it was very terrifying for those old people. <laughs> oh yeah, Ooh, I'm old, I'm old myself. So today's episode is about. What'd you decide during that break? I was, uh, I was just to see what you were gonna say. You know what I want to talk about, man. I want to talk about the facts. I want to talk about technology, the economy. Gay frogs? That- Did turn the frogs? No, we can't do it. Alex Jones, he sued us once. We can't. <laughs> Turns out he had a copyright on that song. Who knew? Right? He didn't make it. <laughs> Fucking jerk. But anyway, um, how about how to wrangle in your creative life? That's a good topic. I actually was going to talk about dialogue my original thought today because me and ashley were discussing because i asked him it's like how do you go about writing female characters dialogue because in my novel i'm writing i'm having a little bit of a hard time making the female character sound like a female you she's know she's supposed to
1: sound like a person caleb oh i knew it you
0: fuck no what i mean is sound different like you'd be able to yeah if you just read it without the tags or anything you would think that she, you know you know she wasn't the same as the guy, like, you know, protagonist. But I didn't want to just, like, revert to just her saying, like, a lot, mm-hmm. or, um, this is very sophomore sounding, uh, or using just a lot of actions, like, oh, she twiddled her hair and stuff. Yeah. Um, not that it's that important, but I wanted her to be her own character and a smart character, but also just sound kind of like a woman, you know? Because, you know, women do speak differently than men. Women tend to, uh, When they tell a story, they don't—they have a lot more detail. Yes. They don't get straight to the point, which we hate, but, you know, that's how they talk. Not all—this is a generalization, by the way, people, so don't get offended. You know, we don't have—audacity does not have a woke filter, (laughs) such as Word, so we can't uh, tell when we're being idiots. But um, just different things like that. So I think I'm, I'm handling it all right. It's just I wanted to make sure that if somebody read that without the dialogue tags or, you know, any pronouns, they would know that this was the female character. Yeah. As opposed to the male character, because it's kind of important to my story that they're different. Obviously, mm. well, not obviously, because you don't know what the story is. But anyway, uh, I didn't want to talk about that because well, I want to talk about that, but I'm not
1: going to because we already did an episode on dialogue, mm. uh, I believe. Uh, before we get off of that, I feel I'm a little bit in the same position because a one of the um, longer uh, stories that I wrote, wrote a while ago. That for my own collection that I'm working on after we, uh, you know, after we finish our collection, Uh you know, there's like three main characters. One of them's a female and like she has kind of like a big part during like a chunk of it. So I am, I haven't went back to to the second draft of that yet. Other than, you know, just cleaning things up to make sure that it's like kind of readable. Yeah. Uh, so I'm interested when I go back and just even or even after you know after however many drafts to see how that turns out. Mm-hmm. And there's also uh, a female character in the story that I'm writing now. I don't think she'll have as big a part as the my other female character. But uh, but again, yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat with you or trying to make sure that. Uh... See, now I wasn't thinking of it more of just making them sound like a woman. It was more of just making sure like they are solid enough as a character, and it's like yeah. that's what this character would say or do. Well, and, and
0: it all lies in the nuance. Yeah, that's the tricky part mm-hmm. because, like, for instance, my character, she's the second. Like, there's two. I have two protagonists. One's like a Irish American white guy. The other one is a black female,
1: mm. and you didn't tell me that part. Yeah,
0: and being and it's very, that's actually important to the story, though I'm not focusing
1: on that. Yeah. I'm not
0: ju- I, like I'm not gonna just be like oh you know her Ebon skin or dumb shit like that. Like I'm not. That's not gonna be a part of it. You're
1: not gonna go, uh, Robert E. Howard. No, no <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not.
0: I just uh, but it is important to the character, and as you know, a white man, a thirty something white man, it's hard to write a early 20s, like, college-age black female without just relying on tropes to make it come across. Like,
1: Yeah, tropes and stereotypes.
0: Yeah, because the way I'm writing it now in the first draft, uh, if you read it, it's just like, well, she's a smart character, but she's definitely coming across, it. like, not the same as the guy character, because he's actually kind of being a buffoon at the moment, but she's coming across as, I don't want to say artificial but you know when you watch a TV show and they have, like, the kid who's supposed to be a smart kid, but they talk like an adult? Mm-hmm. And you're like, that's not, come on, kids, even if they're super smart, they're not talking like that. That's very annoying. That's not how they speak. Well, she's kind of coming across as not natural for how, even if it was an intelligent, early 20-something-year-old girl, with, like, woman would talk, it's it's too stilted. I, I'm going to have to work on the rewrites. But like I, my, which is going to go to this actual episode, the uh, creative aspect of wrangling in your creativity. My goal is just to write it. I'm not Man. focusing on going back and fixing this or really elaborating or trying to refine the way she speaks or the way she acts or anything. Same with the male characters. Same with any of the characters. I'm just writing it out. Just like you used to say, just get the fucking bare bones down, you know? Mm. Just just go. Even if it's step by step and it's no good, just get the story down, and then you can fix it.
1: Yeah, because then you can go and you can check out that dialogue and, and stuff and see where you're not having a problem with the no. so it gives you time. To maybe do some research or mm-hmm. find, like, a group of people, uh, you know, that you can maybe hang out with or, you know, talk to or something like that. Or if you're, like, you know, maybe you're out getting, you know, at a Starbucks and you see a group of young ladies off the side, maybe you eavesdrop a little bit see right. if you can get, you know, like, oh, that's what they did. Fleet so came back. Mm-hmm. That's it. They're bringing it back. Well, my biggest
0: fear is always... Falling into the, the fucking bullshit things. I always hate when people say this. If a black person speaks well, they're talking white. Yeah. Like, I fucking hate that. Because, like, no, they're just talking, and, you know, they're just speaking intelligently. That's all. But you still want to...
1: Same, wonder- like, when they say, like, um, well, a white person, if they're not, if, they, if they're using a lot of slang or... Maybe not using good vocabulary, or whatever they get to you. You're talking black and stuff like that, which is even yeah. more even more messed up. And it's like, no, people are just talking, and some people aren't yeah. good with words. Some people are good with words.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's just very fucking stupid. Because well, that comes with the thing too. Is like there are plenty of intelligent people who still speak from the way they grew up. Yeah, like, you know, if you're from Boston, you could be very intelligent and had you know good upbringing and stuff. But if you're all your friends from from Southie, you know, yeah. you fucking talk like an idiot, whatever. But anyway, it's just it's important for me that this character still holds her culture and you know some aspects of maybe the way her upbringing would have been. Like I haven't fleshed her out enough yet to say if she because uh, it's starting off in Pittsburgh. Ooh, I so like I it. did throw in some yinzer accents for the characters I don't like. <laughs> There's a couple characters that are fucking, I, you're just not supposed to like them, so they're the ones with the yinzer accent. <laughs> not saying anything about yinzers, it's just I hate that fucking accent, even though I'm from the area.
1: Now, do you hate the whole accent or you just hate the Yinz part of it? I hate it all, like the in that, in that,
0: when they say, oh, all that and that. And like, you sound stupid, stop, stop, stop speaking. Stop. Um, but yeah, the yin's That's the worst Because what the fuck's a yin's And then uh, Like the, I don't know There's some stupid words too Like oh it's slippy Now I mean I've fallen to some too A weak fucking jagger bush Yeah If you go anywhere else What the fuck's a jagger It's a thorn <laughs> Chip ham's not like a thing either Is it it's uh, just lunch meat It's
1: either chipped Or it's chopped And it gets mixed up like, Well
0: here it's chipped But I don't think There's chipped ham And hoagies Is another one We, oh, yeah. I, I'm not giving up my hoagies I love the word hoagie Because it's <laughs> just a good word Sub Grinder Fuck
1: off Hoagie
0: Grinder is the
1: one That always got me
0: Like Well now it's a gay Social media app no, but like, I mean, like But
1: like even when I was Like when I was younger And people be like I'm gonna get, I want a grinder But like <laughs> what? Oh, what Like a sandwich <laughs> Fucking grinder. Why is that, Why is that called a
0: grinder what do you got? You doing some metalworking? What do you need a grinder for?
1: Oh, a sandwich. Not even like a specific kind of sandwich. Like a like a grinder has like, I don't know. I don't know the difference. I don't give a fuck about grinders. I don't want to talk about grinders anymore. I want
0: to talk about what the episode is going to be titled, which is something about creativity. Grinders? Blah, blah. As I was saying about uh, me just writing, you know, just getting it out. Because I feel like over the past year, and a lot of people have been in this boat, maybe it's not so much your creativity is waning it's that you let life get so overwhelming that you just don't create Mm -hmm. Uh, if that makes sense so you know if you work a shitty job which i i'm sure you have some experience (laughs) with you might want to write after work every day But your job beats you down so much that you don't. Yeah. Like, you just end up, like, you go, oh, I'll write tomorrow. You know what? I actually have more time tomorrow. And then it's always tomorrow. And then all Mm -hmm. of a sudden, you're like, I haven't written anything in two, three weeks. Mm -hmm. Or what I have written is fucking garbage. Um, So I was thinking of ways to kind of subvert that. Like, how do you get around that? Because you can't just quit your job. Some people can, but most of us can't. Now, me, I try to do some writing on my lunch, which has actually been working, because my goal... As you know, we've talked about on here already, it has been five out of seven days yeah. minimum. Yes. So far, I've hit that every week since uh, New Year's, which is great. Um, I noticed Friday and Saturdays, I just can't write. I don't know why. But hey, then. The, well, I still videos. get my five out of seven. Yeah. But it's pissing me off because, uh, especially Saturday, that's the day I could write the most. Mm. So usually I don't have anything going on. I don't know what it is. I think it's just because the work week's ended and I'm just like burnt out. But and I think
1: Could you like edit? Like, do you think maybe you
0: could edit I just that? don't even want to sit down here. I don't mm. know. I just I don't want to do it but I've been trying to get some writing done on lunches and then in the evenings. but I do still fall into the kind of trap of when I get home, I get too tired. Mm-hmm. Like last night I had all this time. I could have, cause I wrote at work and then I came down here and I was going to write. And then I watched fucking stupid TikToks and dumb reels. And I just didn't do anything. And then I finally sat down and I was just like, you know what? I'll write tomorrow. And then I went to go upstairs and I checked off my goals for the day on my board. I have. And, uh, I had to I had a schedule a story that I forgot about and I was thinking I could do that tomorrow I was like but it's on the board I'm not skipping it yeah. so I sat down and took the five fuck cuz I already had all the editing stuff done it was just a flash fiction somebody submitted I just sat down and did it and you know what I think that's got to be the rule here that's the thing like people always want these big oh how do you get your creativity back oh how do you get over slums how do you take back your life how do
1: you just do it, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, do it yeah. that's a fucking
0: stupid nike slogan just do it it sounds dumb it sounds like oh that's easier said than done yeah it, it is. is
1: yes yes but but that's that is what separates the pros from the amateurs
0: exactly right and what i've done since uh the new year started with the whole i have to write today i like, i write it on the board and if it's on the board And I say I have to get five out of seven days this week, which I think is another reason why I'm having trouble getting Friday and Saturday, because I go Sunday, I got to write today. Monday, I got to write today, and I check them off. And then once I hit Friday, it's like, hey, I hit my five out of seven days. I guess I could take a break. Or, uh, you know, subconsciously I'm thinking I don't really have to write today. Mm. And then I end up not doing anything Friday and Saturday. So I'm thinking about fucking upping it to seven days. Mm. Because it's like if I kind of turned it into a job where it's, Just, like, another chore I have to do. Like, I do my shoppings on Sundays. I do my laundry on Saturday or Sunday. Well, I got to do my writing tonight. I got to do my writing tonight. Like, if you think of it in those terms as just something you have to do, you can get it done. Yeah. And it's going to be hard. When I first started out, the writing wasn't very good. Uh, I am fortunate that I'm doing a novel, so it's easier with one project to just keep going. Versus if you're doing, you know... You finish
1: oh. the short story, and then you got to come up with another short yeah. story.
0: Like, once my novel's done, I'm not exactly sure what happens because I don't have anything to write then. I mean, obviously, for us, I'm going to work on our short story collection and stuff. I'm going to do that before the novel's even done. Um, but just, like, when, when the next project starts, it's easy. But before that, what do you do? Because, like, I finished the first draft of the novel. I'm not going to go right into the second, you know? Yeah. So am I just in no man's land? I'll have to find something because that, I don't... That's the second part of this is, you know, you just do it. Well, you also need to just keep doing it. Once you have a big break, like even if you go on vacation for a week and then you come back, it might be hard to get back into it because that's where oh, we yeah. always fall. for It's like we get a good writing rhythm, but then shit happens. We or go to conventions, whatever we do. And then all of a sudden we didn't write for like a week. And then it's like really hard to get back
1: into it. Yeah. Well, my issue, I haven't been able to keep up with the five day five out of seven days i've been slacking worse on that but it is uh like what you have saying like on the days that i'm able to sit and get like and open up the laptop i'm able to get like like almost like four or five hundred word like chunks like down which
0: adds up yeah because that's even because ash he texted me today he's like how's the writing going and uh I like, guess going, you know, but still hitting on my goals. And he's like, Yeah, last night I was really busy and stuff. I only got like a couple hundred words and I was like, Yeah, that's about all I got too. Yeah. But that's a couple hundred words. Mm-hmm. Prefer, and then I can add that on to what I do today and tomorrow. And that's how you write a fucking book.
1: Yeah. Because like the story that I'm that I'm working on, I'm almost up to like two thousand words total. Nice. And I'm starting to realize where I think this story is gonna be a lot Bigger than what I originally thought it was gonna be, mm-hmm. like to the point to where like, I think maybe by the time I get didn't done with this, this might be its own thing. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Uh, that happens to me every time I sit down to write. It's because it'll like, like like be a, a short story. Uh, which is another thing I um. <laughs> Uh, I was thinking about uh, talking to you off hour if we had some time because, like I said, because the story that I originally thought is I was just thinking like you know short story like a longer short story. But like I said, I'm finding it's gonna be longer, and I've already like I've ended like I've ended a chapter and started another chapter. Yeah. Uh, and like that's you know a very you know. Um, we talking novella here. That's I'm thinking. Yeah, that's one time. I think it. I think it might be. Cause I'll literally. I will be like. I will be laying on the couch with my laptop sitting on like the living room like table, just like right in front of me. Just like I'm and I look at it. Yeah. And the next thing I know. It's like eleven thirty. Like I just time traveled sometimes somehow. <laughs> like I, I, I close my eyes and it's and it's uh, you know I I have to get just sit up down and do it. I have to get up so I can go to bed. You know, you and- need to just
0: when you sit down
1: with that laptop, just
0: go into it before yeah. you have time to go to play on your phone or watch TV. Like you just got to get into. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's the hardest part. Because for me, once I start writing, it's good. It's just that fucking getting into it. Like I just ah, it's rough. It sucks. It's. I mean, it's doable. That's the thing. If you just take it, like an alcoholic, day by day, like someone in AA, you just got to take it day by day, step by step, and you'll get there. Another thing that's been helping me is I made that solid hour a day reading goal. Yeah. Um, I've been hit or miss uh, here and there, just depending on how busy and stuff I've been. But as of the last two weeks or so, I've been I've been exceeding that.
1: Oh yeah, I've been my reading hasn't been the issue.
0: Yeah, I've been reading a lot, but then that, that's helping my writing because then I'm like, oh man, what I just read was so good. Mm-hmm. I want to go fucking do some stuff now. So that's really helping too. Um, not that we ever had problems reading before, but just being more consistent because sometimes you know I'll take a couple days where I won't read anything, and then I'll go on a big binge, and mm. uh, I just try to try to just be consistent with everything. I think that's the way to go. Uh, no more spurts because uh, I always was a binge writer, always writing in spurts. I thought, "Oh, that's just what works for me." Uh no, that's just kind of shit because by the it takes me so long to get back into the flow of whatever story I'm writing that I end up abandoning a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I forget who said this. Like when you go into writing something and you have a bad writing day and then you have a good writing day and another bad writing day. When you go back and reread it, it you can't tell the difference. You won't know what day was the bad day or what was the good day. You just you see what you wrote. Well, I've been going into it kind of like that is where if I'm sitting down to write every day and I don't feel like writing that day but I do it anyway. I'm like this is not really good, but I still do the scene or whatever I'm working on. Usually by the next day when I go back to it, I'm like, "Oh, that wasn't that bad at all. I don't know why I was so down on myself."
1: Because even if you're like during one of your bad days, you might not be able to get a lot done, but if you're still trying, you know, you you have the laptop on your lap and you have your fingers on on the on the keyboard, you know, on the key, uh, board there, and you're just trying, you, even if the, you might not get a lot of actual words down, you are still mulling the story over, and then maybe tomorrow, when you start that, whatever was given you yeah. problems, you, you solve that problem, or, or whatever, um. Well, I think that's the important thing, is you have
0: to make frequent visits to that world that you're writing you jump into the world you step into the world when you're writing but then when you're done you step back out if you take too long of a break before you go back to that world say a month two months three mm-hmm. months you're it's like completely
1: gone what yeah, is what you're
0: creating you... is almost gone like you don't you're not there
1: anymore yeah, you don't recognize if, it yeah especially if it's a work in progress yeah like you know we've talked about like after you know you finish the piece and giving it a couple months, you know, to, before going back to it. But, yeah, that's not a good a uh, good move when you are still in the process of working on it.
0: Well, it's like reading a book. If you're reading, like, a hard fantasy series, and in book two, in the middle of the book, you stopped reading it, and then you just didn't read it for six months. Mm-hmm. And then one day you just picked it up where you left off, started reading again you might forget some shit yeah yeah you, i'm sure you're gonna not remember character colors eyes mm. and different plot devices and what could be plot holes and like i'm already finding certain things i'm fucked up immediately in my book and i'm only 50 pages in i was uh in the book i'm writing like for instance um this recent and it's only like chapter three this recent scene i was writing i had to think what the fuck is this story take place what part of the month Or, I mean, what part of the year, what month of the year does this story take place? And I had to flip all the way back to the beginning and find out, oh, this is early spring. Because the weather in Pittsburgh Pittsburgh is kind of important. Yeah. Um, Not necessarily as important in my story, but you have to be consistent with that Mm -hmm. because we have all four seasons here. So I can't just be talking about in the beginning of the thing when they're going to this party, how it's really cold and there's like maybe some snow, like early spring snow. Uh, But then later on, talk about how hot it is. Yeah. Like when they leave the party, like that would be fucking dumb.
1: Well, I mean, depending on the day, <laughs> yeah. you could maybe talk about it. snow in the beginning of the day and super hot by the end. We'd
0: have had that. Uh, I feel like people might not understand if they're not
1: from the area, but yeah, we
0: definitely have that. So what do you think? Will help your creativity. Do you feel like it's a creative problem you have sometimes, or it's just the actual work prob- problem? Because I feel like it's easy, at least for me, to create the story. Is the actually getting them down is the hard part?
1: Yeah, that's the um the actual sitting down and doing uh doing the work is I uh, is where I'm having the issues uh because like I even said like in this story like. I mean, there'd be times where I've been, like, standing at the screen for, like, five minutes because I'm, like... Because, uh, like I said, the this story is, expa- is expanding yeah. more. So, like, as I'm expanding this, I'm trying to also figure out, okay, like, what's the scene, the next scene that I want to tell? What's the thing that I'm trying to set up? Like, Because, um, like I said, with this being, like, a weird, like, semi-futuristic story, it's, like, I'm trying to show... The differences it's subtly by by light description and just how people talk or do things other than just being oh, and then the 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 corporations yeah. they ran everything. you <laughs> like you know yeah. like so uh, like I find it's like I'm doing a lot of sitting there. But then, like once I get that, i I'm putting a couple word a couple hundred words out, you know, pretty quickly, like, yeah. I'm doing a paragraph. and like, Uh, Because, you know, I'll I'll do a couple paragraphs and I like to be like, oh, you know, that might look like however many words, but I highlight it real quick and give it a quick word check. And it's normally always more Uh than what I think. It also I know like that's probably not a good thing to do because it could slow you down if you're always checking. But I also feel like it's like a little like, oh, I just did like. 200 words when I didn't think I'd like you know what I mean like I I find as a little like oh I just did that real quick let me you know some more on onto that you know well
0: well, to counter that idea um because I've been writing my novel by hand I don't have anything but the page numbers to go Mm -hmm. on so I can't really count how many words I have so in a writing session I just have to go by pages Mm -hmm. and that's very different because they're not uniform like the way it is on a computer, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, I got 50 pages in. Well, I don't know what the fuck that means on the computer. Maybe that's only 30 pages. Maybe that's
1: 80 pages. I don't know. Yeah, the, depending on handwriting style and, Yeah, you and know. And all
0: that stuff. Uh, so I can't use the word count as a motivation. Oh, I did 500 words today. Well, maybe I should bump it up to 1,000 and then call it a day. Or, oh, I did 1,500 words today. That's a really good day. I feel good about my... Like, I have no idea. Uh, so I don't have that as a motivation so what I've been doing is just focusing on scenes just be like okay I'm going to try to knock you know this scene out or at least half the scene before I call it a day um, because I tend to fucking expand my sentences and everything yeah. to infinity and then I have to reel that back there's so much stuff too because I go back a couple like a page or so you know my next writing session to read what I previously written and oh god I'm just like oh I want to cut that I want to cut that it's so hard not to just just because i add like i add too much which i think it's better to add too much and get rid of it later than Mm. not have enough and then have to come up with it later because that can kind of well i mean i guess it just depends what kind of writer you are for me if i wanted to lengthen a lot of sentences then i'm my words gonna get too bloated because i'm not a you know short paragraph writer or anything like that uh so cutting back is easier for me um, but when I just, that first draft, like I read back some of the stuff and I, just, I or even just like the word phrase, I'm just like, I want to fix that now. Yeah. But I can't. So I just don't. And it's, I'm flowing so much better.
1: Um, so you know what you could do, though, as you're doing that? You could like make like little notes or oh, something in the sidebar, like, hey, I want this word to actually be this. When, you know, just because if you don't remember, whenever yeah. it gets time to actually for you to start typing. I've and,
0: been putting notes in my phone for stuff like that. And I've also put this handy dandy. Uh, over here, this, uh, whiteboard that fits so nicely onto my bookshelf there. It does. Um, just, uh, for the bigger plot points that I realize I'm changing, uh, cause that's the, that's the one thing that really sucks is when you're like, I don't know, a couple chapters ahead of where you initially anchored a plot point, And then you're like, I don't want that plot point anymore. Like for instance, my character was, uh, initially going to go to, cause he's an Irish American. His mom lives in Ireland. I was going to have him go to Ireland uh over the summer then he was going to go to school in Ireland cuz i needed a reason for him to go to Ireland and then i it hit me no kill the mom and he has to go for the funeral mm-hmm. and then it actually wraps the kind of st- people know the story i'm telling but that actually wraps the story up way better makes it more interesting uh so i had to i'm going to have to nix that whole intro i put in with him talking to his girlfriend about going to Ireland for school like that's just fucking dumb now so that's going to be a lot of reworking uh but that's a big plot point i put on the board because Obviously well, want to remember that
1: that or you could uh you just chalk it up to tweak it to him thinking about wanting to go, like you know what I mean, yeah, you
0: could be like, oh, I was gonna go there, and then my mom just happened to die too, and then yeah. that's why I'm there, but yeah, I gotta think about that it shouldn't be too much of a a rework. It wasn't like I had a huge scene about him talking about this. It was just you know mentioned it and stuff, but it does change the whole aspect of why he's going where he's going. And also, it it changes the character a little bit because...
1: Different mindset. Yeah, he's not
0: going to be, like, necessarily a student or at least going to Ireland to be a student. Uh, So I'll have to to think about that, too, but that's just fun shop talk, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, I, you know, just a little summarize here of the whole conversation is for anybody who skipped to 42 minutes in or whatever... Uh, so they, we, we put timestamps when we speak on here. We're like, oh, yeah, so this, we've been doing this for 30 minutes. But then after I edit, we're always wrong. Yeah. Because it cuts. So whenever the fucking timestamp is, if you uh, listen to what I'm about to say.
1: People just like to skip to the back to see if there's any.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, but but stuff. Yeah, the outro stuff we've been adding. So if you want to be creative and write or draw or create comics or music or whatever it is you are wanting to get into, but you're having trouble I'm going to give you the most douchey advice I can. Suck it up. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps, bootstraps and fucking just do it. That's like the worst thing you can say to people that have like mental health issues too, <laughs> which is what's keeping them from it. Obviously, yeah. you're not just going to just do it. Um, it's very stupid to say just do it. But if your reasoning for not creating what you want to create or doing what you, even with just as in life in general, not doing what you want to do is uh, not necessarily laziness, but just, uh, I don't know like, you just, apathy maybe, like, you just can't get yourself to do it. Uh, and if that's just the case, it has nothing to do with mental health issues or even, like, exhaustion or too busy or anything. Uh, it's like, honestly, that's the best thing is just to do it, like, even if it sucks. Well, and then. You have um, to be willing to suck. That's the problem a lot of people don't want to face is yeah. they have to be bad at something before mm-hmm. they can get good at it.
1: Um and then also, another, you know, another uh, trope to get through, like, uh, creative issues and stuff like that is, um, you know, you always hear people talk about, like, some kind of, like, exercising or, like, yeah. just even going out for, for, like, a walk around the block or something.
0: Sometimes doing the exact opposite thing of what you want to accomplish can help. And I'm not saying you want to get a good job, you should go be a hobo. Like, mm-hmm. that's not, like, for instance, you know, if you're really having trouble writing What's the opposite of sitting down and writing? Fucking getting up and doing something. That's not writing. Do
1: you ever after any like when you get done working out and stuff like that, do you ever have and not even saying that you're like going immediately going down and write on and, you know, getting on the laptop or writing, you know, in your thing, but like as either as you're working out or maybe on the on the ride home or whatever you're like Oh, I kinda you know, like you know like we were talking about like coming up with the solutions that for the problems that you encounter what you know in the- in especially in that first draft. Well,
0: I'm a very intense person in the gym, Spencer, so generally, I'm not thinking about anything like that when I'm working out because if I do, then I'm not working out properly yeah uh, but after my workout, I eat my lunch, and then that's when I write usually. Or at least, like, you know, even if it's only 10 minutes or something, I get some writing done. So, yes, afterwards, my mind just is flowing great because, you know. Because you're
1: you, uh, blown through all those, like, endorphins and stuff. Yeah. And you're getting blood flowing. You're, you know, you're getting a little lightheaded maybe, giving you some ideas.
0: I'm a very strong proponent in exercise. Not strenuous exercise, just unless that works for you. But just exercise gets creative juices flowing, the uh, whole flow state type of stuff. Uh, when it's nice outside, not the fucking dreary ten degrees blizzard that we've yeah. been having lately. Uh, I walk in my yard in the woods behind my house, um sitting in the hammock, even that really like no writing at all, just thinking about it. Uh, that usually helps a lot. Uh, so I, I do I've been doing that's what I was doing most of the summer I was walking around thinking about stuff and writing
1: and, and as Writers, you know, you spend a lot of time sitting down, hunched over, crunched over things. Yeah, you don't always want to be... Yeah, it's good for you. feels good to get up. Yeah, you don't want to... It's no good if you get that first book out and you're dead by the time you do it. Yeah, Uh, which is another thing. I don't know how
0: people find creativity by being drunk. Because whenever I drink, like, if I have more than a couple drinks, my writing just doesn't happen. Yeah. And if I am writing, it is
1: shit. Now, what about, um, like, maybe not necessarily, like, the writing, but, like, idea, brainstorming, concept, like, like you know what I mean?
0: I, which I actually included this in the scene in my book because my character gets uh, drunk and starts reciting poetry he makes up, which is very offensive. He thinks that he sounds better than he is yeah. when he's drunk. Like He thinks he's saying some kind of glorious, like, you know, some awesome thing, but he's not. That's how my writing ideas are when I'm drunk. I'm like, oh, that's fucking amazing. And even if I scribble it down somewhere, I read it the next day and I'm like, that's horseshit. That doesn't <laughs> even make sense. Why did I think that was clever? Uh, so that happens a, lo- happens a lot, too, uh, if you drink a lot, I guess. I don't, Like the Hunter S. Thompson, we always talk about how the fuck did he get any writing done? What would he have been like if he didn't do all that stuff? Would he have been, like, a genius? I
1: don't know. He maybe not would have been. He's like just not, wired differently. Yeah, maybe he would have been a shitty writer F. if he, Scott, wasn't, if he uh, wasn't on, like, the mescaline. And- Here, let's just,
0: F. Scott Fitzgerald. His career was pretty much ruined by booze. So, what would he have been? Would he have been, Great Gatsby would have just been a warm-up for him if he didn't Kill himself young by drinking himself to death. Like I, I feel like a lot of people ruin their creativity with uh, drugs and alcohol. And we like to look at like a lot of these creatives. Like, oh man, he, he did all this amazing stuff, and he was always high. It's because he was always getting high, or he was doing this, or like the Philip K. Dick, we say he's like a meth head or something. Oh, he was able to create all that stuff. He's on meth. Well, I always think like, well, what if he wasn't on the meth? Yeah. Would he have been better? Now, there's like certain things, like uh, like mushrooms and weed and stuff like that. That's usually helps people come up with ideas. Or it just makes them think about things differently. I'm talking about, like, drugs, drugs. Yeah. Like cocaine,
1: ecstasy, fucking, you know, anything that's really altering you. If you could, like, strap yourself in the chair in front of the computer, Coke might help. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't know. When you come back, because I mean, like... Say what you will, but you know, the, the the old wives' tale of, you know, of Kojo, from, you know, Stephen King did it in a weekend Coke bender. Like, so. I don't know, man, because
0: even if I have too much coffee and I start writing, it just doesn't happen. I, I'm ADD then. Like, I can't focus. Like, i just looking all around and I'm just, I'm stupid. I, it doesn't work. Actually, and this is what really makes me mad. I'm at my best writing, it seems like, when I'm fucking really tired and just want to go to bed, and I'm like, I'll just knock out a few fucking words, and then I go on this crazy flow. I don't like that because I end up falling asleep or something. Like, I just, I don't know what it is, but when I'm like. Really tired. If I make myself write, then I usually have the best writing.
1: Well, I've also heard like some writers like to like first thing in the morning to get up before they have their coffee. Like well, Stephen Kotler
0: was saying, because he's a flow state writer guy. Like he was talking about getting into flow states and stuff. He said he was waking up at like three or four in the morning and he would get like black coffee and just start writing before he's even awake. Yeah, like that. Like really? Like I've tried that, and yeah, I'm just I'm not that guy.
1: Uh, well, again, it's also like. You could be that guy, like, if you wake up at 3, have your coffee, write for a few hours, and then you can go back to bed for a couple hours if you need to. That's the thing like, nobody
0: ever talks about is, like, these guys are writers. That's their job. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, I'm writing, and then I have to do my job. Yeah. I have to be at work every day at 8 in the morning, so that means I have to get up around 6-something to make breakfast and stuff Um, and, you know, leave seven thirty seven whatever time I fucking leave. That means if I wanted to get up and write, and so four o'clock, mm-hmm. say four o'clock in the morning to get a couple hours in, and then I do all my morning stuff, and then go to fucking work. When am I going to bed? Five at night, Like yeah. six. Like as soon as I get home from work, I don't know. Like you work at like fucking ridiculous morning shift. Yeah, like what? Like when would you write? Midnight. I've,
1: I've almost thought about trying, like seeing for like a week to see how it worked. To like. I'm four in the morning to one in the evening. Ugh. So like, I've been thinking about one playing is with... not evening. You know, okay, that's so, lunchtime. Yeah. Well, uh, I've been I've been thinking about playing with the you know get home, get cleaned up, get something to eat, uh, you know maybe watch a little bit of TV or do a little bit of reading, and then like go to bed, and then like to like you know like around like five or six until like midnight. And then, like, get up at midnight and try to do some writing before going to work. But I was like, I don't know how that... that- sounds terrible. Yeah, it that does. sounds like you'd have no life.
0: Well, I mean... When was- would you do podcasts, Spencer?
1: Well, I mean, obviously, on the podcast, they would... Oh, be so like- one
0: day a week, you just completely flip your schedule. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, that sounds awful. I wouldn't want to do that. I would like to be able to... That's another problem, too. I was thinking about making that. My New Year's resolution was to get up early in the morning to write... So I did that before, and it worked for about a week, and then I was just like, I missed one... D- no, the weekend came, and then after that, I was fucking destroyed. <laughs> yeah. I was like, the weekend came, I slept till noon, and then my whole <laughs> schedule was fucked up. So I thought about doing that, and then I was like, oh wait, winter is a thing, and I don't like waking up early in the morning, and Mindy always turns the heat down before we go to bed, so if I wake up first, it's freezing, so oh. I kind of want to lay in bed till she gets up to fix it, like, you know, <laughs> turn it up, so I, I, I don't want to do any of that. So anyway... People, you just got to do it, and then you fucking die. That's what it is. Do it and then die. Uh, it doesn't matter if you become successful because life is fleeting. And, sorry, I was, uh, Ash was telling me about he just read The Stranger. Oh. It, became, it, was, uh, it was just very nihilistic, and now that's on my mind is just everything ends, and there's no point to life, and then you just, I'm like, yeah, But that kind of is comforting to me. If there's no point to life, then what does it matter? Yeah, just do it. If I fail, succeed, who cares? Yeah, just fucking do it. Yeah, so I might as well just do it because if I fail, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Some people look, well, if I succeed. it doesn't matter. Yeah, well, if you fail, it doesn't matter. So why not succeed and get some money? Or at least get some bitches. Can you use the term bitches anymore? But it's on the radio so often. Is it? Yeah, all these rap songs.
1: Oh, I don't. I mean, I've been... I just normally just listen to podcasts in the car. I don't... The DPW podcast, of course. By the
0: way, if you do like the DPW podcast, you can go to our website, drunkapenwriting.com. We just had this episode post on Tuesday, so we just had a story on Friday, and it's a flash fiction piece that you might find interesting. Check that out. You could go to at Drunk Pen Writing on the Twitter and give us a follow. You can go on Instagram and Facebook at Drunken Pen Writing and give us a like and follow on those as well. And you can check out our YouTube channel where we only post podcasts. Uh, Currently, every once in a while, like two years ago, we post a video, but we haven't been anywhere to record anything lately. Um, Any parting words, Spencer? Just do it. Do you like that segue I did? jumping into that. Yeah, that was nice. Because I'm fucking looking at how much I'm going to have to edit now. It's been like an hour. Yeah, just do it. Do it to it. Do it until you get to it, and then do it until you start screwing it, and then, ooh, no. once once the, See? I need to cut back. Yeah. That's my problem. I go too far. I need to just cut back. I need to stop things a sentence sooner. That's what it is. One sentence sooner.